This is why we have the best fans in the world. Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kesha. And this is our 133rd episode of Talk Direction. And Kesha is back with me today. Thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. You're um, the best, pretty much, because this was again last minute. I feel like two out of the three times you've been on, it's been like last minute. (laughs) And that just makes you so great to just be like, yeah, sure, I'll come on, um, with, like, no preparation, so thank you for always saving me, um, no and problem. of course, we, we love having you here, so you've been, this is your third time, right, or is it third or fourth? Yes, it's third. third. Yeah, all right, so how have you been? I know we were talking before about you stressing about uni and getting things done and finals, um, yeah, it's been a busy week, but I'm managing somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but before that, uh, the last week we had bank holidays because Poland had an, an anniversary of uh, our consti- first constitution. Oh. So, like, majority of, uh, and the Labor Day, obviously, the 1st mm-hmm. of May. And the 3rd of May was uh, was the constitution day. So we had, like pretty much all week free from university. Oh, nice. Uh, but I didn't use that time. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Cleverly Play. enough. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I should be working, but I'm not working. Yeah, friends. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you had time off, and even if you didn't do work, time off is always a good thing. Um, I feel like I've just had too much time off because I'm just, my research, I can't really go forward with it until we get something back from like, like we're trying to get ethics approval for my research. So like to make sure it's like ethically sound. So I've just been waiting around doing nothing. I mean, I've been studying for the medical school exam, but besides that, there's not that much for me to do. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. And now we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff on this episode. We are talking about um, Liam's music video, which hadn't come out, like, it hadn't come out until, like, the day after Lucia and I record last episode, where we talked about Liam's song, Familiar. Um, So we're going to talk about that today. We're also going to talk about Harry becoming an executive producer on Ben Winston's show, Uh, as well as um, the interview that Liam did with, I believe it's called Logic. Is that what it's called? Logic Magazine? Um, Uh, Legend. 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 Thank you. I was like, I know it starts with an L. L. Um, Yeah, so we're going to be talking about all of that good stuff. Um, But before we get to that, I wanted to remind everyone about our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection where we have a whole bunch of bonus material. If you want to go support the show over there, you can get extra, like, mini Talk Direction episodes. We do one at least half hour. 
usually it ends up being more um, uh, for every episode. Um, and then there's videos that I do over there. My Harry and Niall concerts are over there. Um, and some of the videos are like the $1 a month level. So there's like different levels in the Patreon. Um, and like you get different videos or different episodes depending on what level you're on. So you should go check that out if you're interested in seeing or having more Talk Direction bonus content. Um, and we appreciate everyone who supports us over there because you help pay for this show to happen. Um, so our first story today is Liam's familiar music video featuring J Balvin. Do you like this song, Kesha? I do. I was hesitant about the lyrics at first, but mm-hmm. I finally read through them and, like, approved. It's, yeah. <laughs> they are not amazing, yeah. but they are not bad, so, like, the music is great, though, so yeah. I'm digging it, yeah. Yeah, me too. It's very catchy. It's so catchy. It's, like, fun to dance to. And, like, as Lucia and I discussed last episode, like, there's nothing that, that that's, like, that that we had that much of a problem with of the lyrics. It's just more, like, they're not, like, genius lyrics, but they're fun and, like, they're dancey, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are liking it, which is good. And, like, I really like J Balvin on the, on the music, or, like, on singing and his, like, contribution to the song. I think he does a really good yeah. job. It's great. It's finally a song that I can play to my friends and they like it. Oh, that's so like from good. A, from One Direction uh, person. Yeah. So, because they all like the all the Latino stuff. Uh, which I don't. Uh-huh. But I like this one. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's good that like people are... I, I think if they do more variety, like different songs, then you have more chance that like other people are going to like them too. Yep. Um, so, oh, I wanted to read some of the quotes that Liam, um, he, like, talked about what the song Familiar meant to him in the interview that we're going to be discussing later, but I figured these quotes sort of fit here. So, he said, a lot of my songs situate things that you go through when you're younger. This song is about the idea of the chase, where you see somebody that you really like and you just want to get to know them more. Um, which I thought was interesting because it's like almost as if he's saying these are things you go through when you're younger. So he's like no longer going through them. Like he's not at that point in his life, but he's still singing about things that like maybe reflected who he used to be more than who he is now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, for me, it was like a, a throwaway answer, honestly. Mm. Because, like, he had to say something, like, uh, when people say, like, they, they, like, just sing the song because, like, it doesn't necessarily have to have a deep meaning, but there have, there has to be a backstory or so, so mm-hmm. of some sorts. So, like, I think that's it, but I... Mm. I don't know. He's definitely distancing himself from from this narrative. Yeah, which I thought was interesting because, like, the rest of the interview, like, definitely seems like he's more mature too. Like, it was so. It's like I don't know. It's weird to see like how his artistry is maybe not completely like lined up with who he is. Um, because we always, I feel like we always are like 
oh, like, it's really great when it's super personal. And, like, maybe it is really personal, but it's maybe, like, a past persona of his. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's maybe. just what I was kind of thinking. Um, he also said, at the moment, everyone is trying to be... This was him sort of talking about, like, the genre of music. Um, that this song falls into. Um, he said, at the moment, everyone is trying to be into this new age of technology, and you've got so many artists doing so many different things. It was a great week to release this song because there were so many great songs out. I think this one is a slow burner. I see longevity within this song. With some tracks, you hear it first and you think, this is great. But this one, the first time I heard it, I was really unsure. And then I heard it in a second time and was like, actually, damn, I was wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's interesting because he knows he's competing with songs that are quite similar. Like, when Harry put out his album, it's not like there's other songs out there on the radio, at least, that sound like it. But Liam's up against a lot of songs that sound quite, are like in the same style as his. And like, like as you said, like the Latin music is really big right now. Um, so, yeah. What, what did you think of that? I'm happy he's aware he's, he's um, part of the trend mm-hmm. and doesn't pretend like it's something completely new. Yeah. Uh, he... Oh, how do I say that? Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. <laughs> My brain today. You said you were speaking what Spanish and Portuguese today. I had a quiz in Portuguese, and then I all day did uh, homework in Spanish. How? How? Uh, gosh, you guys blow me away. Everyone who can speak multiple languages. How many languages do you speak? Um, I speak Polish, obviously. Yeah. Uh, English. And it's like my second best language. Mm-hmm. Then it's Spanish, but I'm regressing. Okay. So I'm studying Spanish at university, which is like <laughs> awful. And then I have classes of Portuguese, but like it's not that I can speak very well. I understand a lot because of Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's quite similar, but like me talking Portuguese, you don't want to hear that. Okay. <laughs> Confusion is terrible, my grammar is terrible, but like I'm managing, I can communicate. Yeah. But oh it's 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 not great. I'm trying. You're way better than me. So um so then we have the music video. So I guess this is just a little recap of what happens in the music video, but it's pretty much like there's not much of a storyline. It's more just like Liam and J Balvin dancing around outside, like in some cars and by some cars and then at some type of club thing. And there's lots of dancers all around and they're really talented and doing a lot of cool moves. Um, and Liam shows off his own dance moves at some different points. Mm-hmm. Um, and Liam's shirtless as well. I've included a whole bunch of gifts. Uh, of all these dance moves in the doc, if anyone wants to go check that out, <laughs> if you're on Patreon. It's quality stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, like, first, what were your thoughts on this music video? Um, I liked it. 
it's like um, in the vein of every other music video from this genre, mm-hmm. but like it's not. Uh, all, it's not like all the ladies are um, like touching him all the time. It's he's separate from all the other girls. He's not like a pimp, mm-hmm. like because that's a typical behavior in those uh, music videos. Like there is this one man who's singing, and all the ladies are crawling yeah. around him. Yeah, and it's, uh, uncomfortable, but. This time it it was fine I think mm-hmm. like there was some some moments when I was like iffy about but in general I liked it yeah I agree there was like one or two moments when like they had the girls all hanging off of him but for the most part it was just like more like everyone dancing so I liked that. Um, and, like, I totally agree with you. Like, whenever you see music videos where they just, like, make it so that the girls are all, like, hanging off the guys as if, like, like you know, they own them. It's just kind of really gross. Yeah. And it should always just more be, like, you know, everyone's having a good time and, like, dancing and it's not about, like, the singer or whatever. Exactly. But, like, even when the girls were dancing in, like, the parking lot, it wasn't, uh, like... For me, it was, uh, I wasn't so sure about that, but, like, it wasn't um, portrayed like it It was uh, only for Liam to see mm-hmm. uh, what the girls had to offer. It's like, uh, we are confident and we are dancing and, yeah. by the way, this is what we, what, what we have and maybe you want to... <laughs> get to know get get to know us yeah get familiar they were being sexy because they wanted to be sexy exactly yeah i feel that yeah no i definitely sensed that as well in this music video which was better um and like liam was dancing and jay balvin was dancing and getting their groove on and that was so cute there were a lot of great moves that were coming out in this music yeah. video um i really appreciate I- them I hope he will do some more dancing mm-hmm. in the future. He Me would too. be great. Yeah, because, yeah, like, he's done some on stage. Like, I really need him to do, like, a music video that's all, like, really cool dancing. Like, that would be yeah. really awesome. Like, I know Justin Bieber is quite the dancer, and he dances a lot. And in different music videos, I think he dances too. So Liam can definitely do that. He can work on that instead of the acting job. <laughs> Jason Derulo also does a lot of dancing in music videos, but he's like yeah. super talented. I don't know if Liam's at that level yet, but yeah, Liam Liam should definitely do some more dancing. Yeah. What I'll did you think of that. the shirtless Liam dancing around? <laughs> well, when I first saw that uh, uh it reminds me so much of my younger brothers. <laughs> because like they're teenage boys yeah. who just, like, hang around without shirts. Uh-huh. Like, why? <laughs> why, Liam? I, I get it. Ugh. It's like they walk around, like, I don't know, to, to admire themselves. It's fine. <laughs> it's body love, love, self-confidence. <laughs> exactly. But, like, it's sometimes weird to watch. Yeah. And 
uh, it's like I don't know. It's like he's peacocking. <laughs> oh, I love that. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not not, <laughs> not very necessary, but it's not uh, like it's not offensive. I get it. Yeah. It, it fits the aesthetics. I yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel you. I feel you, yeah. I mean, he looks good, and he's dancing, and he's having a good time, so I guess, yeah, I guess that's good. Um, and if he wants to do it shirtless, go for it. Exactly. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I wanted to I wanted to rank whether which boys out of the One Direction would most likely go shirtless like Liam has. Like, I feel like Liam was like, I mean, all the boys went shirtless in the kissing music video but that was like a different type of shirtless yeah but now solo era i would say liam's the number one most likely and he did go shirtless who do i think is next to go shirtless if we're ranking them um, i feel like zane probably zane yeah yeah that's what i was thinking like he was wearing some tops that are very showing of yeah. His skin. Was it, so like it was like unbuttoned like a lot, right? Like yeah. in the in the let me music video. Mm. Was it unbuttoned? I, I don't remember. Mm. Or maybe I'm thinking of something else, I don't know. But oh. he was wearing something like that. Something like Yeah, oh, there was a shirt underneath one button. of them that I'm oh. looking at. I don't know. He was yeah. I but I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, and then will be then I think the uh, least likely to, to go shirtless would be Louis mm-hmm, yeah because like it doesn't fit his vibe and aesthetic yeah um, at all anything at all I can see Niall doing it in a funny way somehow like if he mm. was like at a pool party and then Harry, Harry's done it for photo shoots, but, like, it has to be super artistic and, like, you know, like, something yeah. very, like, artsy about it. Not in the same way that Liam's doing it. The peacocking, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he could do, like, uh, I don't know, like, um, like a music video with st- stylized? Is that the word? Yeah, stylized, yeah. Um... Uh, Oh my god, what's the preposition to style? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is a mess. Um, uh, like, inspired by, like, the um, Rolling Stones, and Mick mm. Jagger was performing a lot without his shirt, so... Yeah. He could do, the, the, it, do it the, the rockstar way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, maybe some, like, high-waisted pants, and, like... His, yeah. his naked shirt. Like, like what's that in um, Star Wars? What's his name? Kylo Ren, who had the high-waisted pants without the shirt on. Did you see Star Wars? <sighs> Unfortunately not. I'm working on it. I haven't on, seen on any the of the old list. ones. I've only seen the new ones. I need to see all the old ones at some point. This is wild, because I've only, like, seen the, the old ones. Really? And, uh, and the new hope. Was that like the the prequel? I don't oh, know. I don't know. Like the one with what's her name? Oh my god, the one that was not related to the new trilogy. <laughs> the solo? No, that's the one coming out. What's? No, no, no. Rogue. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That one. Oh, that um, one was good too. Um, 
the last two ones I haven't seen yet, yeah. which is a shame. You need to see them. They're good. I'm re- I've been really enjoying them. And then there's another one. There's the Solo, which is coming out in a couple weeks, I think. And that one's just like oh. another random one. I don't think it relates. It's mm-hmm. got some new people in it. I thought it was coming like in winter or something. I, I didn't know it was coming so quick. Wait, coming let out. me look at it up. Uh, it says Showtime's May 23rd. Oh. I don't, maybe in Poland it's different. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, there's a, there's the third Star Wars I think is coming in. Like the third one of that trio is coming maybe in December or like in the winter. But there's another random one coming out in May. Huh. I don't know. No. It doesn't re- it doesn't have the characters that I've seen before. It's all new people. Hmm. Um, the girl from Game of Thrones is in it. Amelia Clark, who plays Daenerys oh. in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um. Anywho, yeah. So Harry would do some artsy thing, and then Niall. I don't know. He he would never do it seriously, and then I feel like Louis do, just would never do it. <laughs> never. Yeah. No. Never, never, never. It would be weird. Yeah. If he did that. Yeah. No. Well, that was like, a fun game. If, if he wants, he can do it. But like. Yeah, yeah I feel like he just wouldn't. It doesn't fit his style. Because he doesn't have that artsy aesthetic that Harry would have. Like Maybe if it was like a it was like a silly like jumping in the pool thing. But even then, I don't know if he would do that. Who knows? Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, Zayn would do it in this sexy way that Liam's done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, good for them. Have fun. Live your life, boys. Enjoy it. Enjoy your bodies while they last, while they're pretty. <laughs> while they're pretty. Oh, God. Um, Alright, so that, that's the end of that discussion. And we're moving on to Liam's emotional interview with Legend Magazine. Um, yes. And I wanted to look at these pictures. I put some of the photos in the in the dock of what he was wearing and some of the pictures that they took. I didn't include all of them. Um, but I really love the styling for this. Like, I thought he Me looked too. so good. And, like, we've talked about his outfits before, and they're not always something that I'm like, wow, I like that. Um, but I really liked these outfits. Yeah, they're more put together than some stuff he, he, he wore yeah uh, before like by himself <laughs> yeah like these are clearly like with a nice stylist um yeah. i love the one where he's wearing like uh sort of like a i don't know a button down that has some sort of pattern on it um and then this like orangey yellow rain jacket type thing with blue pants and the blue pants are like kind of a bit high-waisted and the shirt's all tucked in it almost looks like golf pants or something and then he's got like these um big chunky sneakers on that are quite in these days the the dad sneaker look um and i just think he looks so cool like i love this combination of outfit it's almost like a combination between like louis sporty style and like Harry style, like Harry, yeah. the dad like, shirt. Like the bottom half is Louis and like the upper half is Harry. Yeah. I think it's like, so cool. Yeah. Was there any outfit that you particularly liked that he wore? Uh, this one. Yeah. 
It looks so cool. And yeah. then the other one that has the blue background where he's wearing, um, let me see. I'm, like, going to the bigger versions on the actual thing. He's got this, like, jean jacket that looks like it's got something painted on the front. Um, and then some black puffy pants and such cool, um, boots. Ooh. They're, like, marble boots, like, marbled yeah. or something. I love those. I want a pair of those. <laughs> Same. He just looks so good. And I really like the poses he's doing as well. They are interesting, not not the <laughs> generic ones. Yeah, like for every magazine ever. Yeah, he's like doing something new. Um, and then there's another one where he's wearing just a red track suit that definitely looks like something Louis would own. Um, definitely. But he's got like a button-up shirt underneath it, so that's new. I don't usually go jogging. Well, I don't go jogging at all. But if I were to go jogging, I wouldn't wear a button-up shirt underneath a track suit. Nope. Um, but he's working it looks looks so long i know yeah i wonder if it's like it can't be edited i guess it's just the way like the suit is yeah it's very streamlined um yeah so i like that anything else about his style here uh i wish he had a personal stylist Mm -hmm. like with him yeah Uh, more often yeah. Like to, to 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 give him advice to what to wear <laughs> because he has a potential yeah. and then he wears pajamas, mm. <laughs> which was cool but like, uh, really. Yeah, I feel like probably when he's touring and like pr- more promoting and stuff, um, he'll probably have stylists. Like Harry has a stylist. Um, and that, like, is the person who ends up, like, knowing what all the big brands are putting out and doing all those connections and blah, blah, blah. But, like, Liam's not really, he's not doing anything right now. I mean, I guess he's done a couple performances, but he's more just working on his album. Mm. I don't know. Like, I'm very happy he's experimenting. It's it's very fun to watch, but, like, sometimes it's also painful to watch. <laughs> yeah. And what, what, Let's be honest. He talked about that in this in this um, article. Should we go to that now so we can connect it? Let me see. Maybe. It was when he was talking about his style. He said, usually it's quite chill. I went through a stage where I went through a lot of crazy stuff, which was fun. I like to test the boundaries and see what happens. I don't mind going out if it looks a bit silly. Sometimes that's the reason I'm wearing it because it's just fun and off the cuff and jovial rather than something to be taken too seriously. Um, so I love that he's aware that he, know, like, he's just, like, experimenting and, like, trying things out. And I feel like that's a good reminder that, like, you know what? Fashion is supposed to be fun. And if he wants to go out and wear, you know, a Gucci fanny pack with, like, a off, cut-off hoodie with no sleeves, I mean, he can do that, you know? He's trying things out for himself and seeing what he likes and having a good I'm time. I'm happy to, to hear his, his aware of what he's doing and like <laughs> because there are people who like will will go out in 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 a wild clothes mm-hmm. and and like call it fashion mm-hmm. and they are doing it all seriously while while it looks silly but mm-hmm. he knows he looks silly sometimes so yeah good for him i like that yeah 
I'm glad he's having fun and exploring. And I feel like then too, like you can sort of find your style if you try out different things and you can be like, okay, maybe this weird hoodie didn't work, but I kind of like this Gucci, whatever. Like, you know, you can figure out what you like and what you don't like maybe that way. And I totally relate to the wearing clothes solely to, to shock people because I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, weird color combinations, mm-hmm. everything. Like, I don't have the resources that Liam has, mm-hmm. but I've tried that, so You mean it's you nice. can't go I buy like a that. Gucci fanny pack or <sighs> bum bag, as the Brits say? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, neither can I. I'm, I, like, I. I think about it sometimes, about how easy it is. For them to just like wear whatever they want. And I get sad about it. I know. It's like, it's crazy. Like, ugh. Just thinking about, so there's just, they just don't have to think about these things at all. I don't know. Like my, 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 my favorite jeans ripped like two days ago. Mm -hmm. And I have to go through so much struggle to find a new pair. Mm -hmm. And they are like, Okay, I'm gonna call my stylist and yeah. and someone like my manager, I don't know, and they will have it in an instant. Yeah, like tailored perfectly rent. to their body. Exactly. Like, Ugh. come on, I want that. I know. I bought some. I bought a pair of jeans, and then I, they were like, they did that thing at the waist where it like gapes in the back and doesn't fit properly, and so I've been like hand sewing, um, like stretchy elastic into all my jeans I did it to the pair that I just bought and then into like several other pairs and like it works quite well but I'm just thinking if I had the sort of money that Harry had I could just get someone to make these jeans for me so that they fit my body rather than me trying to like DIY and sew and like which I'm not good at sewing like I was hand Mm. sewing this stuff it was just a bit of a mess. I mean, it worked quite well. Maybe I'll do a video on it because I really, I'm glad with the turnout, but it's like, I I wouldn't have to go through that. You know, they just get things that are perfectly made for them. Uh, <sighs> it's nice to have mother by your side with a sewing machine. Like oh, I that's do. good. That's good. Uh, yeah, I would love to learn how to use a sewing machine. That would be nice. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, so that was all Liam's outfits. And he, let's move on to um, his reflective portion of this interview. Um, He recently saw Louie and um, he definitely, they tweeted about that or Liam, Liam had tweeted something. I don't know if this was about Louie because he kind of left it vague, but he was like, just saw someone I hadn't seen in a long time. And it's so weird how you can just like connect right back to where you were. Um, but I feel like it was probably about Louie, because, like, that was when Louie had, like, yelled at Liam to pick up his phone on Twitter, (laughs) or whatever, and then Liam was like, I've been awake, I've been, like, busy, or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, they saw each other recently, and this is what Liam had to say about it. He said, I went to Louie's house the other day, and the first thing we were talking about was, like, did you realize how big what we just did was, as in One Direction? And we kind of both just sat there. Um, there was nothing really said, but you could tell we were both thinking, that was some mad sh- dude. <laughs> and it was. You don't even realize until you come out of it and look back. 
So Liam and Louie were being reflective about One Direction. And I guess, like, I just, it's, it is weird because, like, while we were on this side, they were the ones actually living it. And I can't imagine what it's like to now be sort of on the other side of that and, like, look back and be like, can you believe that that all happened? Like, because now they're living more regular lives than they did when they were in One Direction. So now it's, like, calmed down a bit. I mean, not hugely and not Harry's. I mean, Harry and Niall are touring. But, like, Louis had a lot of time off and has been sort of writing and whatever. So it's, like, going to be completely different. So it's just weird. Like, I can't imagine what it's like coming off of One Direction and being a couple years out and just, like, looking back and being like, whoa, that happened. You know? Yeah. It must be so wild to, to, to look back at it. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. It's like... And it reminded me uh, a bit, uh, there was this part in, like, This Is Us, mm. when they were sitting around the, the fire and talking about similar thing. Like, yeah. Uh, how how they are the only people who, like, really understand what they were going through. And I, I, I'm glad to hear that that he's, he still has has someone, that they are still talking to each other. Yeah. They can both go, like, remember that? Like, that was wild. They can remember together. I like, I really like that. And I feel uh, like it, it's, it, it's been so long, too. Like, what are we coming up on? Two years or three years? Uh, they ended in 2015, now. so it's going to be, yeah, two and a half years. Yeah. That's a long time. Like, two and a half years ago, I was, you know, one direct, our talk direction had just started. So we're coming up on our third anniversary. So, yeah, like, I hadn't even known any of you guys two and a half years ago. So it's weird. It's like... I only got into One Direction, like, October 2015, so, like... Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine how much how much a big part of One Direction is of your life. And that was, like, two and a half years ago. But it feels like so, like so much has happened, but also, like, so much happened for them before that. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just yeah. weird. Time is weird. It is. Yeah strange I just can't imagine looking back and being like it, it would feel like especially if you're living a relatively normal life like just day to day and you're like wait a second I traveled around the world for like seven years and like performed millions of people what it would feel like it was like a random weird dream I feel like you could like segment it off you know and be like that was a really intense part of my life like seven years but in the grand scheme of your life you know seven years isn't that long so it's just going to be this intense portion of their life but their life is going to be this huge long thing that's filled with a lot of different stuff um so yeah it's just strange absolutely wild to think about it from their perspective Mm -hmm. Uh. That's why I love hearing these things, because I, I feel like it really makes them, like, seem humble and, like, they really do appreciate everything that's happened. And it's not like they're completely changed people. It's like they're still sort of in awe of this amazing thing that happened to them. 
Um, okay, so then some more of stuff that Liam talked about, about, like, growing and changing since One Direction. So, like, as we said, like, it's been a while since One Direction ended. Um, and this is what he had to say. A little while back, I gave a piece of advice to Fifth Harmony in a magazine. When you give advice, it's sometimes something that you need to listen to yourself, too. I said, go away for a while, recollect and regather yourself, and then go and meet people again with your newfound presence. And I like that. Because I went away, and the person I was in the band, I'm not him now. It was alright to be that person then, but now I need to be something totally different. Even going to see Louis the other day, it's nice to meet people and have them see how you are now because you can understand all the things you might have done wrong or the things you might have regretted doing. You can say, I'm different now. So whatever that was in the past, we are different people. We got on, we got on well in one direction, but there were times when we didn't. Certain members fell out with each other sometimes, but it would always come back around. So I don't they ever think that I won't be friends with these people for life but I think it's important in anything that you can think about everything you would have liked to change about yourself and then grow I thought this was so like deep and reflective and like him talking about people growing and changing as human beings I don't know I thought this was just so insightful and I loved hearing this side from Liam because I feel like we haven't necessarily gotten this sort of like deep reflective side from him yet yeah, he wasn't that honest in the in any of the previous interviews. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah, it was very relatable. I'm currently in like an, an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, we are changing, and and he's a human too, and mm-hmm. it's nice to have his insight, insight back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm mixing Polish into that. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I've said tak, which is yes. Oh, uh, no, I didn't notice. <laughs> right. Tak. Uh, tak. Um, I have to, to control myself because I will sleep much more and then we, <laughs> nobody will we'll understand. We'll just be in a Polish podcast then. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Half English, half Polish. Yeah, it'll be perfect. That would work. Very well. I don't know if there are any other Polish listeners except my friend. Uh, she listens every time I come on the podcast, so like... That's so sweet. Glad You're so. number one fan. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, back to the Liam thing. What I was saying? <laughs> um, like... No, 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 no. Um, what I wanted to say is that, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've lost it. We've lost the plot. That's okay. What were we saying? We were saying, oh yeah, Liam being reflective and you were saying you were having an identity crisis and it's good to like relate to him and stuff. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that's really true. Like, it's, it's nice to have other people that you look up to going through similar things that you're going through and also like saying it's okay to change and it's okay that you're not the same person like you don't have to be the person you were two years ago you can change and grow and like it's okay to be different um and like to have that confirmed that you will have 
people who will understand you mm-hmm. no matter who you will change into. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's so true. Um, what else did I say? <clears throat> also, just like the um, that like Liam talks about back then, he was someone, and like maybe he had certain goals back then. Like I'm just thinking about when One Direction was going on hiatus, and they were all like, "Oh, we're gonna come back. It's gonna be a short break, and we'll come back together." And whatever. And maybe then the people that they were, that's what they wanted and that's what their goals were, were to take a break but come back together. But like now Liam is a different person and he has different goals and maybe his goals are no longer to come back to One Direction and like, you know, have that same experience. Um, and like that's okay to grow and change. And as much as like we would love One Direction to come back for like a reunion tour, which I'm still convinced will happen at some point. Like, it might not we be... need to hear all the Made in the AM life. We have, have to. Like, yeah. This is not a question. Eventually, <laughs> it will happen. It'll happen at some point. Um, but, like, it's good to hear that, like, I think as fans, we have to accept as well that they're just different people than they were. And they have different goals. And they have, um, like, they're exploring who they are now outside of One Direction. Um and yeah, I think that's a good perspective as well to have. Um, what else was I gonna say? Um, I think that was it for that. Did you have anything else about this part? Um, no, I don't think so. All right, so then some more chunk paragraph that he said. <laughs> I want to know if he like was just speaking this or if he wrote it or if he really thought it out because he sounds very eloquent. Like I feel like if people ask me this stuff, I would not have these nice answers prepared, but he sounds so like like it's all like it was right there, ready to go. Like he had written it or something. It just sounds very professional. Um he said This is how he dealt with fame and how he's changed from it. He said, fame made me a little bit nuts and distracted me a lot from the person I was. And it pissed me off in the end because it was like, you could have been this guy, but you chose to do this. Nobody really knew anything about me. I put on a front that wasn't really me. But now that I've had my time away, you slowly naturally become the person you were before you started, but with a lot more knowledge. So I feel a lot more myself than I ever did before rather than being a part of something and having a part to play or uh, treating treading on eggshells around someone and when I sat sat back and thought about all the silly things I might have said and done wrong not that I have any regrets because I think whatever happened happened I think now is the time to not be that person. I remember the day we finished because of the place I was in. I was quite happy that we had a break. I said to the person with me at the time, thank God I don't have to play that person again for a long time. It was exhausting and I couldn't keep up with myself. I feel like this is so much, like, this is the first time Liam's really talked about what it was like to be in One Direction and, like, the hardships they faced and how, like... It wasn't all this, like, amazing thing, and he kind of lost himself a bit, and he wasn't necessarily sure of who he was, um, which I think this is cool that the boys are slowly starting to talk about this type of stuff. 
Yeah, enough time has passed to to like have a more objective perspective on all that. Yeah. Uh. I, I feel like this interview really reminds me of some of the interviews that Louis did um, mm. last year, where I feel like he was super honest and open about like the band and his mom passing away and like the different, like how hard it was for him to go through those things and that type of stuff where we really got to see sort of inside to who Louis really was rather than just sort of, I think from One Direction interviews, you didn't really get to see too much about like the boys and their emotions. It was more just sort of like fun stuff, which was great because we enjoyed that. But sort of with these solo interviews, we get much more of a deeper look into who they are and they get to say a lot more about their experiences. Um, and yeah, I definitely think like the time away from One Direction allows them to like reflect and look back and like look at it more objectively, as you said. Um, and, like think about how difficult that was as such young people to be put into this thing where everyone was looking at them and they felt like they had to be someone that maybe they weren't necessarily, but they didn't really know who they were. Um, and then like to be able to go back from that and sort of feel like you're finding yourself again. Um, I just think it's really cool to be able to get that insight. Yeah, it, it helps to, to picture them like full humans, like three-dimensional mm. people, not just characters. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very nice to hear mm-hmm. all that. Which is sometimes painful to hear because, like, we all wanted them to be happy and everything, but, like, life is life. Yeah. And it's good to hear that 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 they they trust us enough to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Who? I mean, Lee, Louis talked about it. Has Harry talked about that at all? I feel like he's been quite quiet about One Direction days. Yeah. He hasn't it really talked doesn't about really, it. No. No, no, no. I don't think so. Niall, no. Zane's definitely opened up about it. Yep. Has Niall, do you remember anything? I don't remember. I mean, I mean, he talked about the, like, in that recent interview, he talked about his mental health. But that was more about, like, being at school when people would... Um, like make fun of him and stuff it wasn't in one direction yeah I don't know but I wonder I wonder if Harry will or Niall will eventually talk about that type of stuff I mean Harry's so private about things I just don't know if he will but will he ever do an interview (laughs) I know like all the other people like they do promo while they while they're touring and Mm -hmm. And Harry, what about him? I know. Where is he? How is he doing? I don't know. Except, like, performing on stage, we don't know anything. That's so true. It's funny because we feel like we get the most Harry content because we see him every single night. Or not every night, but, like, every other night because he's touring. But, like you said, it's not interviews. It's not new information. It's just sort of him performing. Which is fine, but, like, it would be nice to get an insight. Yeah. Interesting. It's so strange. 
I feel like with like, Niall, he's touring, but he often does, like, Snapchats and, like, yeah, not Snapchats, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram things and, like, where you're getting to he see interacts him. on Twitter and then mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. And then Louis will every once in a while come on Twitter <laughs> and talk Yeah, and to make fans. a fuss. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, got- Harry could at least, like, do the recommendation thing he, he did for so long. Like, he would tweet uh, lyrics to a song. Oh, yeah. Which I suppose was a song that he was uh, listening to. At that time, mm-hmm. I many I liked many of this of those, but he stopped doing that like two years ago, mm-hmm. and like a couple of months ago he posted another one, mm-hmm. and then nothing. Yeah, like he he can he can just like do do all all the things he do now, but like tweets. Mm. Do a tweet once in a while, like yeah, nothing personal, just song recommendations. Some please. song lyrics, yeah, because he has good taste show in music. Me, show me you're still alive and you have a heart. <laughs> yeah, he and like I would love to know what he's listening to. Like I, when he put out those ten songs in his Another Man magazine, where he had like the list of his top ten favorites. Like I ended up listening to those songs so much because I loved them so much. So like I know he has really good recommendations. Exactly. I would like them. I need like a top 100 list of Harry's favorite songs. <laughs> Can make a playlist. Please. Um all right. Was that it for this part? I think so. Okay, moving on to Liam talking about being a dad. Um so he said, "Becoming a dad is difficult, and I think a lot of people struggle." Dads don't really speak about it until you're part of the club. The difference with being a dad is that you have to, you just have to take care of the whole picture at the start. A mother and a child is the most beautiful thing to watch, but they're the closest thing ever. And you're close, but you'll never be as close. Their hearts were beating at the same, at the same time at one point, for God's sake. You're never going to be as close as that. So a lot of dads feel put out in that sense. I didn't really feel put out, but I was like, where's my place? I was desperate to find out what was meant to do, what I was meant to do, changing nappies and whatever else. For me, as a dad, you're just taking care of everything as much as you can, making sure he's got a smile on his face. And if you cook for her, she feeds him and you're cooking for everyone. That's what that was what my thing was. As daft as it sounds, cooking actually got me through fatherhood because it made me feel useful. Rather than being the guy who just gets handed his baby to change and to make him laugh and giggle. That's a lot of what it is. Women are superhuman. You don't realize it until they have a baby. They can do a lot of things that, frankly, we can't. Um, so I wanted to say, uh, besides all the heteronormative like family views in this, which there were a lot of, um, I, I really liked what Liam said here. I thought it was like him talking about his own experience as a father and like, as he said, like fathers don't necessarily talk about this so much. And then he's Liam saying like, we should talk about it. We should talk about emotions. And I feel like 
that's a thing where like men are not meant to be emotional or to have these like deep feelings but Liam's saying like it's so important because like we do feel things and we have these thoughts and like it's good to talk about them so I really liked that um and what else I feel like he's just being really open and honest here and I loved what he said about Cheryl and how like strong she is and how superhuman she was <laughs> um taking care of her baby um and he was sort of it seemed like he was in awe of that and like how incredibly strong um she was which was awesome um and yeah I feel like I mean obviously he was very much painting a family like a mom dad and kids and like the man has to like take care of everything and that's not how all families work and you know um it's not always like the dad has to take care of like the mother and the baby but this was his experience I guess <laughs> um and yeah I just thought what he was saying was really sweet and um and I don't know it was deep and emotional which I liked what did you think of this um what you've said exactly um I I sometimes forget that he has a child yeah it's it's so wild how little we know about about bear. their private lives and bear yeah we only had we've only seen like the his feet yeah i think yeah <laughs> there's like not crazy. even any pictures of him which is nice and like uh it was so so adorable what he said there like the heteronormativity aside, uh, it's it's so nice to hear that he wants to uh, help and he wants mm-hmm. to do everything he can to to be closer to yeah. his child and and his partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like, yeah. It's just it was really sweet and you get to see that like it's just it is such a mature side. That, like, when you see the song Familiar, and he, he when he's saying things like, this is definitely what it feels like when you were younger, you get that. Because now he's at, like, a very different stage in his life from then. Like, I mean, uh-huh. he is, like, he is only, what, 24, so he's still really young. Is he, no, is he 25? Maybe he's 25. 25, I think. Yeah, so he's still, like, relatively young age-wise. Um, but, you know, he's a dad, and... Yeah. He has a partner, and he's got this whole life that we're not really a part of, that we don't get to see. So then we see, like, you know, his topless dancing in Familiar, and we can be like, oh, this is who Liam is. But then you hear this other side, and you're like, you know what, he's not just that one person. He's He's got many different sides to him. And I, I really exactly. like this interview, because it showed you those multiple sides of him, which I feel like we yeah. don't always get to see, especially because he keeps his family life so private, so... Yeah, like in in familiar, he's interested in a very different kind of bottle, like <laughs> to the, in the comparison to the bottles in in real life. <laughs> yeah, oh, so true. This yeah. this part also reminded me of when his dad in This Is Us, the one D movie. His dad was talking about like missing his son and being like, people don't ever talk about the dads. And now Liam's saying that same thing about, like, people don't ever talk about what the dads feel when, like, they have a baby. 
So I thought that was like an interesting connection where Liam's dad was talking about Liam and now Liam's talking about his own son. It's like come full circle. Crazy. Really crazy. Um, And then, yeah, we talked about his style already. So then the last thing for this was him talking about acting. Um, And Liam said, acting has always been one of my major passions, but I want to get it right. Someone showed me the script, a script the other day that we could have gone for. It was by someone who was really well known, a good idea, but I was like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. So how the F can I just walk in and do this? Um, I need baby steps for this one because I don't want to get it wrong. So I want to learn how to act first before I pop myself in front of loads of cameras and have people screaming at me. (laughs) Um, I didn't know that Liam was into acting. Like, we always, I mean, we know Harry is because he's done a movie. And we've always heard, like, Louis being interested in acting. But we've never really heard rumors about Liam. What do you think of this? Again... How little do we know about their private lives? Yeah. Everything about them, really. Um, It's interesting. I I, I did not expect that Mm -hmm. from him. Uh, I like his attitude. Like, he knows that if he will will go to play in a movie now, everyone will scream at him. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, put him in, in a box and... And he would probably be one of those actors who play the same role over and over again. Mm-hmm. Or like... And getting roles solely because of their name, I think. Right, yeah. That would be the case. And I like that he he wants to learn and take it slow. Mm-hmm. And like, doesn't want, uh, doesn't want to push anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that he's taking his time and, like, not just going after the first script he gets. Like, he wants to get a script that feels right and, like, make sure he's prepared for it, too. It makes me wonder about, like, how much preparation Harry was doing. And, like, because did Harry have, like, an acting coach that came along with him? Like, I feel that may have been a thing. I don't remember. I think so. I think he had had a coach. Like, he, he had probably like, been learning for a long time, right? Probably, yeah. I think somewhere, we, we've read some something about it in, in one of the inter- interviews mm-hmm. uh, around Dunkirk. Yeah. I think there was something about it. So he must he, have. Yeah, probably, like, he was learning for a while. Especially if Liam's saying that he, it's not like Harry just jumped into Dunkirk. Like... <laughs> I'm sure Liam saw how much work Harry put into it if Harry had someone, like, on the road with him. Um, so, yeah. I like... I, I, but I would be excited to see Liam acting. I feel like he would do really well in, like, action films. I could see that. Like, he <laughs> Definitely. Could, like, James Bond. Not that I've seen any James Bond movies, but it's a possibility, you know? He could. What, yeah. What would you that like would to see wild. him in? Again, a musical. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is an obvious choice. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, recently I became more into K-pop and like the the people there from the boy bands, all they ever do, ah, this, is, this is a generalization, uh, they very often play 
in musicals, mm -hmm. in theaters even, which is wild for me because imagine if if Louis, Louis or, or Liam played in a theater, it would be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but like in Asia, they're more, I think, more respectful and like, mm -hmm. especially in Japan. Yeah. Since, yeah. If it happened, like, always very quiet. here, it would just be, like, fans in the audience, like, the entire <laughs> time, like, screaming. Liam, Liam! <laughs> All the time. I love you! <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, uh, a movie, uh, a music, mm -hmm. movie musical would be, would be amazing. He has a voice for a musical. Yeah. For goodness sake. I could totally see if, if they redid Mary Poppins, I could totally see him being Bert the chimney sweep. Do you know? Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. I feel like he would be so good at that role. Just like his crinkly eye smile and like his giddiness. I feel like he would be perfect. Aw. He would be great. He would. Yeah. All the boys need to be in musicals at some point in their life. Yep. Seriously. Um... But yeah, I feel like, let us know, listeners, let us know what movie you'd like to see Liam be in, or like what type of movie, because I feel like that's an interesting question. Um, but yeah, anything else about this article that you wanted to say before we move on? No, I think we've touched on everything important from there. Yeah, I just... Like, there was a, a bit where... where uh, around the topic of having a baby when he talk, talked about how he meets with his buddies at the club and they are talking about uh, parenthood there and they <laughs> are giving him a heads up and like that was uh, strange <laughs> for me to read because like what? in a club? I guess Wait, that, where, I'm trying to find that part where, um, it? Uh, it I know because I cut it out when I was <laughs> I, I didn't put in because I was trying to shorten the what I was reading what did he say something oh I uh, no I can't find it uh, oh dads don't really speak about it until oh no I think he was saying until you're part of the club and then they'll go oh, oh, oh wait oh, for oh, this okay. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, okay, part of the club. Sense. Yeah. Although, who knows? It might be at a club. That as well. <laughs> Combine two things. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I jumped into some conclusions. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I think uh, it's like the fatherhood yeah. club. Okay, fine. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, like I, <laughs> I, I just thought this interview was really good. And I hope like we get this type of quality interview. I think it also like is based on what people ask and like what type of environment the interviewer creates where like they want to be really honest and open versus like giving sort of more stilted answers. Like these are really long answers that were deep. And I hope we get more interviews like this. Um. We had some listener feedback about this. Veronica said, um, this was one of the quotes from the inch that Liam said, watch this space, love, uh, which was when someone told him, like, he couldn't become a singer, and then he was like, watch this space, love, like, I'm gonna do it. 
Um, so Veronica said, watch this space love is iconic. Oh, he's a dad. He's such a dad. Like, world's biggest <laughs> orange thing. I cracked up at that. LOL. And OMG, Lilo, rise. I liked the self-awareness in this. It was lovely to hear him speak about his own growth in an honest yet accountable way. Love, Liam. Also, him talking about wanting to act surprised me a lot. Him being the good cop in a British drama series would be everything. Harry should give him some acting lessons and film every minute. Wow, that would be great. I'd love to get some footage of a Harry teaching Liam acting lesson. Yeah. And then Katarina said, I think that interview is amazing. He, his answers feel a lot more honest and genuine than the ones before. I'm glad he's finally trying to explain why they went on hiatus and that he truly needed it instead of just saying they'll come back in no time. I feel like his point of view regarding 1D is a lot more understandable and clear now. IDK. It just feels honest for once and not solely sunshine and butterflies. So true. Yeah, I really like that. Um, I agree with both of these statements. Yes. Um, okay, moving on to executive producer Harry. Um, so, I feel like we talked about this a while ago. So, Ben Winston, who is, like, an executive producer, and, like, he helps produce the, um, of the Late Late Show with James Corden. Um, but before that, he worked with One Direction a whole bunch on a different music videos and movies for One Direction. He helped produce the Apple Music documentaries Harry's done. So he's worked closely with them um, a lot before. And he's been quite good friends with Harry for a long time. Um, so Ben is uh, making a TV show that's sort of based, v- vaguely based on Um, the time that Harry went and came and lived with him um, back when One Direction was in their early days. Um, And Harry's going to be an executive producer on the show. So that is pretty cool. Um, I wanted to give a little bit of background information about the period of Ben and Harry's life that this show is based on because... Um, Ben Winston talked about it in the Rolling Stones article that came out a while ago that Harry was in. So I'm just going to read that part of the article so you guys can all have a little refresher of what this show is going to be about. So this is me just reading what was in the article. And then there's quotes thrown in in between from both Ben and Harry. And I'll let you know when those happen. (laughs) But I have not (laughs) edited this out nicely. So it's just going to be straight reading from the article. Um, So it said... Styles had just moved out of his family home in Cheshire and in an inconvenient three hours north of London. He found a home he liked near the Winstons in Hampstead Heath. The new house needed two weeks of work. Styles asked if he could briefly moved in, move in with Winston and his wife, Meredith. She agreed, Winston says, but only for two weeks. Styles parked his mattress in the Winston's attic. Two weeks later and he hadn't bought his house yet continues Winston. It wasn't going through. Then he said, I'm going to stay until Christmas if you don't mind. Then Christmas came and for the next 20 months, one of the most desired stars on the planet slept on a small mattress in an attic. There, the only other bit of the house dressing was the acoustic guitar that would rattle into the Winston's bedroom. Styles lived incognito with a couple 12 years his senior. The Winston's orthodox Jewish lifestyle was a strong family emphasis, helped keep him sane. 
Those 20 months were when they were they went from being on a reality show, X Factor, to being the b- biggest selling artist in the world, recalls Winston. That period of time he was living with us in the most mundane suburban situation. No one ever really found out. Even when he went out for a meal, it's such a sweet neighborhood, no one dreamed it was actually him. But he made our house a home. And then, and when he moved out, we were gutted. So we had this little joke, Mary, uh, as in uh, Ben Winston's wife, and I would like to see, Mary and I would like to see the girls that would come back this is okay. This is when Ben's like talking directly to Harry somehow. They were in the same room or something. So he says he's saying you as in to Harry. So Mary and I would like to see the girls you would come back with to the house. That was always what we enjoyed because we'd be in bed like an old couple. We'd have our spot cream on our faces and we'd be in our pajamas and the door would go off. The stairwell was right outside our door. So we'd wait to see if Harry was coming home alone or with people. And then Harry says, I was alone. I was scared of Mary, as in, like, he, would, he wouldn't bring someone back in case, like, Mary got upset at him. Um, he wasn't always alone, corrects Winston, but it was exciting seeing the array of A-listers that would come up and sleep in the attic. Or he'd come home and lounge with us. We'd never discuss business. He would act as if he hadn't come back from playing 80,000 people three nights in a row in Rio de Janeiro. So pretty much between, like... After getting off X Factor and for the next 20 months, Harry lived in the attic of Ben Winston and Meredith Winston. And this is what um, Ben's show is going to be based on this time in their life. Although they've said none of the characters really reflect real people, but I'm sure there's going to be like like funny instances that actually did happen that are going to somehow go into the show. Um, but yeah, so like, what are your initial thoughts on this, Kesha? Uh, when I first heard about it, I was really scared of of that idea because I didn't know what was what genre it would be mm-hmm. because they could do um like a more serious one and from what I've gathered uh, now uh, it's gonna be a comedy mm-hmm. one like a, uh, from what I've heard. It's. It reminds me. I hope it will be something similar to uh, uh, Jonas uh, TV series. Uh, like the Jonas Brothers had their own TV show mm, mm-hmm. uh, where where they were characters sort of, but they were based on them, yeah. but not really. And it was it was a mess. It was a mess, but it was an amazing mess, and it was very funny, and I hope it will be something similar, like, very silly, mm-hmm. and not, like, mm, high-budget um, um, high budget TV show with, like, uh, plausible um, scenarios, like... Mm-hmm. People will jump to conclusions. Yeah. And only watch for that, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people, like, they will... Uh, how do you say take it as gospel? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think you have to, like, hopefully... I mean, it's so annoying because it's like fans can understand that it's not real. 
but like the general public and like the media will just like run with it you know they'll be like oh yeah this is exactly what happened exactly that I, I i'm afraid they won't distance enough mm. the the characters from from harry from mm-hmm. the uh, all that yeah so i hope it will be really silly like so no one will be accusing <laughs> harry to, of yeah. doing yeah those things that will happen mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah, it's it's interesting. It seems like it would be a comedy at least, because I don't know what else. It's not gonna be a drama. Um, I hope not. <laughs> they'd like throw like a murder twist in there. That would be intense. <gasps> okay, okay, I- I'm all for that. Please make it a crime show, please. Crime, crime pop star show. Yes. Perfect. Amazing. Um. Yeah, there's, so there's not that much I can see else about the show. Um, but Harry's going to be an executive producer, which I feel like is a pretty vague term. Like, I think, like, sometimes it doesn't mean that they're really working on it every single day. Like, I think an executive producer can be more of, like, a, um, you know, they, they lend their advice sometimes and, yeah. like, type of thing. That, like, Harry might lend his advice to, like, the characterization or, like, you know, if Ben has any questions about things and he'll he'll be an executive producer so that, like, he's getting credited for, like, what he's doing. But it's not like, you know, it's not like a director who's there every second of something. And, I mean, some executive producers do a lot. But I know, like, like Zane was supposed to be an executive producer on that show. What was it? Like, Boys in the Band or something, which I don't know what happened to uh-huh. that. Is that still, did that ever come out? Like that band, boy band so. one. No. I've never, I don't know. So I feel like sometimes, like, especially someone who's, like, super famous or, like, busy and doing things, they'll be labeled as an executive producer. So I don't know how much Harry will actually be doing, but I'm sure he'll be, like, giving some guiding advice. And probably, I'm sure he'll probably, like, want to learn. If he's interested in film, mm-hmm. it'll be a great way for him to, like, learn about the different, um, like, positions on a TV show and, like, learn from that and, like, what it's like to produce or direct or film or whatever type of stuff, so. Yeah, and maybe he will make, he will be able to make sure uh, they don't write, like, too ridiculous yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Exactly. Um, apparently... Damon Wayans is junior is um, starring in this show, um, and I know him from New Girl. He's on, he plays coach on New Girl, so I assume that's gonna be the. He's probably gonna be Ben Winston, right? <laughs> he's gonna play Ben. He looks like more like Ben than, than Harry. Definitely, yeah, he's, he's definitely too old to play Harry. He's thirty five, and that's like. It was like, yeah, they were in they were in their early thirties, I th- I think, when this was happening. I wonder who's gonna play Harry. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll like to see that. Um, There's gonna be drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna watch? I I definitely wanna uh, watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely the first episode. Yeah. Then we will see. But probably, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah, we'll see what happens from there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think um, The Late Late Show is great. 
So if, I mean, Ben works on that. So I feel like there's potential for this to be a fun show. It could, it could be like new girl level comedy. Like I would enjoy that. Um, like just, even if it wasn't related to Harry, I feel like I would enjoy a show like this. Um, but hopefully it'll be like well done and not terrible. Um, or like, or like it can be like Disney Channel quality. Honestly, that would be <laughs> so good. Like, like Hannah oh. Montana 2.0, Harry Styles. Yes. Harry please. Styles needs a, a state that rhymes with his name. <laughs> Is um, there? That's yeah. Oh, I, there are some quotes from the interviews that I was reading, or the articles I was reading about the show, and it said, The multi-camera comedy is about a 30-something couple who reconnects with their more youthful and cooler selves when a young pop star moves in with them. And then another one said, The pilot we have commissioned is about an early 30s happily married couple with a young daughter whose lives are upended when a 20-year-old pop star comes to live with them. So, Yeah. <laughs> It'll it'll be interesting to see how many comparisons they make, like, the character. Like, will the character be quite like Harry, or will they just make him completely different? Because we know somewhat about what Harry's like, so it'll be interesting to be like, oh, yeah, that, that really seems like it was pulled from, from who Harry is, or no, that doesn't seem like him at all. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I hope they will make some, some like, uh, they will break the fourth wall and... Like joke about stuff that <laughs> will, will won't necessarily connect with with the character, but like actual Harry. Yeah. Oh, maybe Harry can like make a guest appearance on one of the episodes. Cameo, yeah. Have him just kind of like in the background somewhere, or like make odd eye contact with a camera at some point, like give a wink. <laughs> or like play Mick Jagger or something. Yes. Something fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I hope I hope the whole fandom watches and we can all have like weekly updates on this TV series. <laughs> uh, anything else about this before we move on? Um, no, I'm I'm excited and scared. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. We will, we will see what happens. Um, okay, last little story, and this is more of a complaint than a story, is <laughs> that Louis has tweeted t- yesterday and today about writing for his album. Um, on May 9th, he said, back to a bit of writing today. And then today, he said, another day writing today. Have a great one, everyone. And then also, he was seen in London, which is where I am, so it's so painful seeing that. And I'm like, why was I outside today? Maybe I could have seen him. Um, so close, it's so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but he met some fans outside, and apparently people asked, like, um, if he's going to be releasing his tour dates this year. And apparently he said not even this year is he releasing his tour dates. So, I don't know what that's about, but it seems like a Louis album is quite far off. And we kept, it, it seemed like it was coming close, but then it feels like he's done a lot more writing, which is obviously great because he's putting everything into this album. But it makes me sad because it's like, I want Louis' music now. Um, so, yeah, what do you, do you think, do you think it's going to be far away? <sighs> 
I hope not. I hope he will he will drop something soon. Mm-hmm. Because like I need a 2018 uh, song from him. Mm-hmm. Like at least one song a year. It, 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 it's I think that's that's at least what he what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope he will uh, release the album like autumn or or winter or early next year. Mm-hmm. Like it gives us time to 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 uh, earn some money, <laughs> which is not a bad thing after all. Yeah. Oh. very true yeah I feel like I feel like it'll definitely I think his album will come out this year but I bet it's gonna come out in the fall like November ish probably um like, because I don't, I don't Christmas think sales yeah get the Christmas sales and I feel like if he's still writing he has plenty of time to get it to get it done um but it just means he won't be touring until next year which means I won't be in England anymore no. so but hopefully he'll come I mean I'm sure he'll come to the U.S soon but you know that gets trickier because i'm sure he's gonna start with england with UK, yeah. yeah and then it depends if he'll go to america or go to like the rest of europe i don't really know um but at least i live in places where i could get to boston or new york like easy so yeah uh, you don't have to travel to other countries to, to, to <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky in that sense <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Like majority of the artists forgets that Europe is uh, more east than than it, the Europe doesn't end on Germany, really. Yeah. <laughs> do do a lot of artists not go past Germany? Like, no, 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 no. And if they do, it's usually for a festival. Mm-hmm. If so, like the older bands, like. Uh, I don't know, Guns N' Roses I've seen. Metallica was here like uh, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But like all the pop stars that I listen to, they stop at Germany. And and the worst part is uh, when they go from uh, Germany to Russia. Uh, Because like there's a whole country (laughs) in between. And like yeah it's it's sad yeah that sucks but like we can i i can at least um travel to like germany but uh the south of of europe what Mm -hmm. about that they have to travel thousands of miles to to get there so like it's not it's not fun. Europe doesn't end up Germany. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sucks. At least we're in an age of technology. Maybe Louis will live stream something. Like Niall did. He should live stream his first show. That would be really cool. Aww. And everyone could be a part of it. I mean, obviously there'll be people periscoping. But <laughs> it would be like great if we could like one with high quality live stream. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm assuming we're not going to see a tour until next year then. Um, So, I mean, obviously I want Louis to take his time with the album because then it'll be even better. But I also want his album because now we haven't had a new album in a while. 
Because, like, really, we heard all of Niall's songs in when he did his first show, which was, what, August or something? So it's almost uh, been a year. Oh, my God. Been, oh. Yeah. And I don't know if Harry is going to give us any new music anytime soon. Oh. Probably not. <laughs> There's hope with Liam. Maybe that'll come out. But he still doesn't have an album release date, so I'm thinking it's going to be a while as well. So Fingers crossed. Knows. That's why we'll have to look. I don't know when this TV show is going to come out. When do we think? that It might probably in the fall or something. Or yeah, even... Probably. Yeah, so I was going to say, oh, we could watch that in the meantime. It's probably not coming for a while. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, anywho. Um, do you have any recommendations for today? Um... I saw a funny picture uh, in the relation to uh, Louis' tweets from today. What was uh, it? Uh, where he said, another day writing today. Have a great day, everyone. And there was a response on Twitter from uh, this guy called Hector, who has an account called uh, Shitty Watercolor. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw he, that. He paints, uh, like very crappy quality uh, watercolors which are funny and sometimes a lot of times self-deprecating but they are funny most of the time and uh, in this uh, in this comic comics uh, there's like two parts of it there's a picture of Louis writing something on on a paper uh, with a pencil, and the second picture is like a close-up of those those pages, and all all that is written on those pages are the word today, over and over again. Because <laughs> yeah, he phrased that so weird. He said, "Another day writing today," so like it's as if he was writing the word today over today. and over again. all day, <laughs> all day. Yeah, I love this guy. I've been following him for a while. I definitely recommend him as well. He's very yeah, he's funny. If you you follow uh, British YouTubers, yeah, all often interacts with them and and paints them like Dan and Phil especially, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, that's it's a funny. good one. Um, my recommendation today is to listen to the Pentatonics um, Top Pop Volume One. Um, it's got eleven different songs on it. Um, like New Rules, Havana, Stay, Perfect, Despacito slash Shape of You, Sorry Not Sorry. It's just, they do such a good job. I love Pentatonics, but this Top Pops is amazing. And I've been listening to it a lot in Starbucks as I work. And I've just like Hmm. been dancing in my seat. So I definitely recommend listening to that. They're the um, acapella group and they're so good. They won a Grammy at some point, I think. Yeah, I think they've I... won a number of Grammys. I know they've uh-huh. they've won Grammys for their Christmas albums, I think. Mm-hmm. But they all they also have a whole bunch of other albums out. So I'm oh shoot, I just started playing it. <laughs> um, they have like other pop albums, so I'm like going back and listening to some of those ones too. Like they have, or classics they did like Bohemian Rhapsody and Imagine and like, but then they also do other older pop. So yeah. Everyone should go check them out. They're really cool. Um, and that's everything. Let us know what you thought about the show. 
Uh, if you're going to be tuning in to watch this show about Harry slash not about Harry's life. Um, and uh, if you have any commentary on this Liam interview that happened, um, because there was a lot in there. We talked about main points, but there were other stuff. There was other stuff we didn't cover. So let us know what you thought. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening to episode 133 of Talk Direction. You can follow us at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, and message us anonymously there. Um, you can go to our Instagram, which is talkdirection. Or you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kesha, where can they find you? Um, you can find me pretty much everywhere as at... Uh, Kesha underscore PL, which is spelled K-E-I-S-H-A underscore PL, like on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm most active on Twitter now, I think. Yeah, as as usual. Mm-hmm. So you can find me there. Uh, you can also follow my uh, fan account of Harry's Cows. The cows is with a Z. I'm on a hiatus right now because life happens. Right. Uh, but I'm gonna be posting new uh, new stuff soon, so you should check it out. And I'm like six followers uh, from hitting uh, 100, so Woo-hoo. that would be nice. Yeah, if you're not following... So, to get to that number. If you know it's you, go follow so we can get Kesha to 100. Because Hello. that would be very exciting. And her posts are awesome. And she takes recommendations as well, which is always nice. Yes, send me all the pictures. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I highly recommend Harry S. Cows. It's bringing, brought me a lot of joy in my, in my time on, on the interwebs. Um, and then you can go to patreon.com slash talk direction and check out all the bonus content we have over there. Um, this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Niall starting his next album um, and a Harry tour documentary, which we were going to talk about on the last one, but uh, Lucia and I ran out of time. So we'll see how much we get through this time with Kesha and I, um, but hopefully we'll make our way through these conversations. Um, but yeah, you can rate and review and subscribe on iTunes and on SoundCloud. There's an app for that. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kesha. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much, Kesha, for coming on again. You've been wonderful, as usual. And it is, oh. it is great to chat with you and chat all about One Direction. Same. I will see you guys all next time. Actually, I'm going to put this episode out. Like, as soon as we're done, hopefully I'll edit it quickly. Um, But I think I want to do a live stream on Saturday so that we can all, like, listen to Harry's album together. Um, Because no one seems available to meet up with me in a park, which is very sad. And I know there's people in London, but I guess, like, people are all busy. I'm just going to assume that, and it's not that no one wants to meet up with me. (laughs) Um, But, um... Yeah, so I wanted to do, like, a live stream listening because it's going to be the one-year anniversary of Harry's album release, which is very exciting, and I thought we could all sort of, like, listen together and, like, I don't know. So that's going to be happening on Saturday. I'll let you guys know on Twitter about the times that's happening. Um, But, yeah, I'll keep you up to date. Um, But, yeah, thank you 
for listening to this episode, and I'll see you for that episode 134 soon. Bye!